This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Bro gang, we are joined by His Highness of the Hunt, the Titan of Textiles, Jesus Christ, that's Nigel Caborn, the Vintage Viking, the Military Maestro, please don't touch his raft, that's Royal Air Force, you yanks, the Sultan of Surplus, the King of Camo, <laughs> Nigel is the Army, better yet the Navy, Lord of the Wide Leg, the Don Dot of Dungarees, the Wizard of Workwear, the Medicine Ball Baron, he get it, Perko, Layton like Mary J. Nige, designer of the eponymous brand, Nigel Caborn. Nigel, how are you, buddy? Fucking hell, I don't... <laughs> I don't think there's fucking room for me to say anything after you said yeah. it. I think we should just fucking close the uh, shut, shut, shut it down. It's all fucking done. All right, the three-hour yeah. train ride, we yeah. got it. Yeah, we're totally good. Right. <laughs> uh, that's the beauty of doing face-to-face so that we can scream that directly at you. Yeah, in brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. As, <laughs> as I say, I think this is the first actual live pod that I've done. Well, it's the only pod that matters. Yeah, yeah. That's what we call yeah. ourselves. So, oh, yeah. great. So you're bad at a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, man. We're like the clash of podcasts, basically. Yeah, right. Um, right. Nigel, thank you so much for hosting us here in your studio in Newcastle. This place is like, this is insane. Thank you. We, we're not photographing it because we're not professionals right. in yeah. that regard. But we're doing it a disservice. <laughs> you're you're going to have to take our yeah. word for it. It is, I mean, we're yeah. in the, is this, you call this the library? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my library here. So I've got about 5,000 books here. God damn. Uh, Jesus books. Christ. But what's unusual about, about this is that the books are really to do with what I'm interested in. So The Aloha yeah. shirt. Yeah. yeah. Tiger but, patterns. Yeah. I mean, they're just. Denim they're, legends. Yeah. <laughs> they're very military orientated. They're mm. very much about mountains, about Antarctic, about pop music, which I love. Uh, and it's always about things I'm interested in, motor racing even. Um, you know, and it's all about 50s heroes, true heroes, even yeah. like Lev Yashin, yeah. where I'm doing this collaboration now with my schoolboy hero from Moscow Dynamo, the mm-hmm. best goalkeeper in the world. So, you know, I mean, this library's got everything it's in got it. it. What's the most you've ever spent on a book? Uh, probably, probably, yeah, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, I know some of these books are worth up to 5,000, but I would, you do say, the math, folks. I would say my Everest books, the original ones, oh, right, 22, 23, sorry, 22, over, over. 21, and 24 on George Mallory. But you're missing, you're missing 1923, yeah, because no, they didn't have a, a climb in that year, uh, yeah, it's a rough year. So, yeah. I mean, they're probably worth it. A few thousand. Those are yeah, first about, editions. Yeah, first editions. The the Scott of the Antarctic, those two are worth over a thousand pounds. Okay. But but I mean, I know now when people come in, they're really flabbergasted to see the books because they think, well, God nice, you know, if you wanted to buy that book now, you'd pay X amount for it, you know? You're like, well, because, I got it early. Because I've been collecting these since nineteen seventy eight. I mean, you have like the entire Lomo Vogue archive. I've got here. Every Lomo Vogue up to about uh, 1990, I start fucking collecting them after then. <laughs> Everything I've went got, downhill from 1990. Yeah, right. <laughs> it did. And then I've got all the clutches, yeah. all the free and easy. Of course. All the workwear magazine. Are you in every issue of free and easy? Uh, <laughs> I should be. <laughs> you should be. You should be. <laughs> I've been in the free and easy a lot. But of course, that, that's out of publication now as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. Have you seen the free and easy? Have you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's such a great magazine, especially. Oh, fucking hell. Look what's oh, look coming at that. Here. We got treats and oh, coffee. Wow. 
You guys are really pulling out all the stops. Yeah, yeah, again. I can't yeah. believe it. Nigel. What, what a coincidence that it just happened to be while we were recording. Yeah, yeah. right. Look at that. So yeah. Yeah, we got <laughs> on record. No, no, this so man get, is the get it on record. Host. Yeah. Yeah. After, after this, sugar, I can't fucking believe anybody to understand what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Nigel, the first thing we want to do is a fit check where you are going you. to walk the audience uh, at home oh, God, through the totality go. of the outfit. You got to. Oh, he needs a napkin. 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 Spilled it before we started. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so we want to we want to hear about everything that you're wearing. The choice for you is you could start top down with the beanie, or you can start bottom up with the footwear. This also might be the most clothes, and um, you are wearing one thousand pieces yeah. of clothing right now. Oh, you reckon? There's a lot of fucking shit on you. I reckon really? You got? I mean, do you have at least that's like twenty five bracelets? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, around my neck and um, around my wrist, there is a lot of stuff. But I mean, there's what. In the way of the clothing, well, I always wear a beanie every day. You do, okay, to keep that so, that, that so noodle got, nice got, and warm. Basically, I've got three beanies. I've got bald heads. Okay, it's, it's like an old nam cut. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. you're you're faded. It's, it's, it's like high a, and tight, high and tight fade. It's, you know, it's fucking really shaved on the side and something through the middle. And do you do that like yourself? Old, oh no, 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 no. You got a guy. I go every week to the barbers. I've got a good barber. He looks after me. And then, of course, I wear my hat. My, my wool hat, which I love, my beanie, and I've got basically an orange one, mm-hmm. and I've got a blue one. The blue one's got the RAF badge and the Nepal badge for climbing, mm-hmm. and um, and then I've got me me cap, my USMC cap, right, peaked up. So I've got really three caps, but I've got I've got another supply of more which I don't bother to wear, but I sometimes pull them. Have out. you yeah. seen the trend in America right now, where like you know young guys do like the really small beanie? Do you know? Do you notice that? Because like you've been doing it, like I've you were doing, doing it, it all intentionally. The time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I my, mine are boil, so so it because I've got a head like a fucking turtle, which I have, <laughs> and there's no doubt that I am a turtle. Um, so it's really I'm a turtle with a little hat on the top. I'm a, I'm a turtle. And, yeah, that's a good that's, episode title. I am a turtle. I am a turtle. Yeah, I am the turtle. I have am you the heard turtle. Turtles record happy together, nineteen sixty eight. You well, like that? That could, yeah. that could be our outro. That could be our outro music. Your intro so happy. To this yeah, together. It's a great record. Yeah, classic. Yeah, turtle sixty eight. Oh, there it is. There's Nigel's a turtle. Yeah, there there's go. me. Oh, 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 you are. Yeah. Yes, that yeah, is you legitimately as a turtle. Joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, so the hat is Nigel Cable. So the hat I start off with. This is made in Scotland. Mm-hmm. We probably manufacture about. Five or six thousand of these in the winter. We, as I said, we make them in Scotland. In the spring, people still wear them. We do. A, we do have done a cotton beanie, but they always stretch, so I don't like them. So it's more of a winter business, the beanie. Um, and as far as the shoes are concerned, oh, you're going. You're going from here to there. I like yeah, this. I'm Keep going. Freestyle. Freestyle, yeah, freestyle it. Yeah. Freestyle is this how you it. get dressed? From the, you're like from naked the, from with the, the hat on in the morning. <laughs> from the edges in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always see the hat and the outerwear and the shoes. Sort of making the outfit for me. That's fair. Those so, are yeah. foundational so, pieces. So, yeah. so the shoe is really the last three years. I've been doing this um, collaboration with my friend Mahara Mahara Yasuhiro, mm-hmm. who is a um, great guy, and we met twenty years ago. And he wears all cable, and I wear his shoes. That's cool. And, That's like the then, best and, kind of friendship. Yeah, and we'd be, <laughs> you give each other free shit, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're putting money in your pocket. You're putting money in his. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And he's he's uh, he's about Nick coming up fifty, so he's twenty years younger than me. But he's a hip kid. <laughs> kid. I, I said to him three and a half years ago, "Why don't we do something together?" So we started with the the first big sneaker. Yeah. And and then we've done about five 
five different ones, including denim. I'll be able to show you them all later. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I can see them yeah, in the whole pile. I got denim ones. I did crazy ones. I wear odd ones. I wear like a, a Converse type on one mm -hmm. foot and a Vans oh, really? on another, yeah. So if you check out my Instagram, you'll see I'm wearing two odd ones Mismatch, in the same yeah. colors, yeah. It, does it surprise you how popular he is with like cool guy rappers in, in the in I didn't America? know that. Okay. When you told me that yeah. five minutes ago, I was actually a bit shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's like a uh, it's like a hype sneaker. Is it? Yeah. I mean, when you come over to the US, make sure you wear those. And then when you yeah. when we hang out with rappers, you'll, I didn't you'll know. fit so it. You'll fit right in. Lots of rappers. Are they wearing the K bone ones or just the Mahara ones? I, the, oh, I think a whole variety. Whatever the whole ones they can get their hands on. I see. They're, they're selling I know out. they're not easy to get. Yeah, in exactly. America. Um, well, there you go. So you learn something new every day. Yeah. I'm happy to bring that so intel the over from the states. We've probably we've probably manufactured now maybe about twenty five thousand worldwide wow. over the three or four years. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Is it seven seasons? Anyway, we're doing great with them. I've come up with a new one. Had to because China copies everything we do, and it's oh, a shit. big problem for us. So we've Mahara and I. You went into the vaults and found one of his first ones he ever did with Puma, which is about 15 years ago. And I said, let's do a fucking job on that because <laughs> that's how we met through that shoe. Oh, okay. And, um, and so we've done a that's job. That's history right there. Yeah. So we've done a job on that. And Mahara, officially, I think he's the first designer to have done a collab with a sports brand. So I reckon 15 with, with years. With Puma. Puma. So Puma Mahara did it 15 years ago, and I obviously really bought into that as a designer yeah. when I was going to Japan. And then now we're going to recarbonize that with him, and that's going to be launched for um, um, winter 22. It's not going to be as chunky, but it's very cool. And and you'll see it next season, guys. And then in two seasons from then, you'll see it in China ripped off, I'm sure. Well, one season, that's <laughs> the problem. They're too fast. You got to keep you them know, on their toes, literally. Yeah. It's been a nightmare, actually, in China. Absolute nightmare. It's, it's killed It's killed a lot of our business in the last- well, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It, well, they're all different prices. Same with my dungaree. I started a, a big trend on the dungaree. Um, the dungaree had a, a United States naval one at the back of me for years. And I decided, you know, I like that fucking thing. I want to wear it. <laughs> so I decided to do one in 2015. Right. Okay. And I was absolutely shocked how many the Japanese wanted. And again, we must have made 30,000 of these dungarees. I mean, Jesus normally, normally with a dungaree, you'd sell, you know, six to, you might get 100 <laughs> customers want to buy it. Right. Uh, retailers, and you'd probably sell 600. I wasn't expecting selling like 2,000 a season. <laughs> um, and so we built the dungaree business up with the Mahara shoe. Right, right, right. With the hat. So the reason I've talked about three items, if you check my Instagram, I've created a whole look. You really have, 100%. Years, and the 100%. whole look basically is it's a dungaree. Which takes care of really your shirt and your <laughs> yeah right. That's why I didn't fucking it's, talk it's much about it's it. A, it's, a two, it's a two in one. Yeah, it's a two in one. So you got your fucking dungaree. You've got your your hat. Yeah, your ass is covered your sneakers, up. Sneakers and in effect you're basically that, dressed. That, that's me fucking look. You know, and obviously I'm working on new ideas at present. I've got two new um, dungaree types hot on the press now, which will come out next season. And um, I'm obviously we're trying to recreate that success again because, you know, you can't stand still. Of course not. But that's been absolutely plagiarized in a, in a, 
in China. Well, that's how you know it's good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind yeah. of like I the mean, double-edged so sword. So many copies. So what, you're not wearing dungarees today, so walk us so, through just so, real quick. Funny what enough, the on? reason yeah. I'm not wearing dungarees is because I wore fuck all else for five years. <laughs> so I'm actually a bit fed up right, right, right. with them. You're on your uh, shorts now. And that, now. that was one of the reasons why I wanted to revitalize them, which I'm doing. They're on the drawing board. We're right, we will be ready. We're going to get the first protos made now uh, and hopefully next season in six months to, we will have new ones out um so yes today i'm wearing a pair of khaki shorts well i love vintage mm -hmm. okay uh, and and obviously i just wear k-born and vintage yeah that's, that's all it. i wear your company man yes so so um and i don't really wear anybody else's brand Odd times. I quite like human made. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I've had. A, I've got a couple of t-shirts of his. Are you friends but, with Nigo? Uh, not really. I've not met him. Oh wow! Um, but I'm surprised I've, I've to hear that. I've got a couple of his t-shirts, um, which are really funky, and yeah. it's. I thought I like those, so that's they're the only two. Wow. Uh, two t-shirts that I've got. Somebody else's. <laughs> you, and have, then, you have laser focused taste. Two yeah, teams. very much, and then. And then um, I've got this, which I think is an amazing Donald Duck shirt, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> people couldn't see. Even my daughter said to me the first time in fucking life, oh, you look nice today, Dad. Oh, look at that. For us, obviously for me. the boys. Did, yeah, you yeah. Was, yeah. did you get dressed for the boys today? I got dressed for you two twats. <laughs> so, is, this uh, night, is this vintage or is this your own? Oh, no, this is vintage. Okay. But it's not that old. This would be 1970s. I got it in a... a Cool vintage store in Moscow called it's Legacy. Goofy and Donald Duck yeah, well, in uh, the tropics of Hawaii. They're on vacation. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fucking great. Donald is playing a ukulele. <laughs> Goofy is, is has a longboard. He's yeah. humping a longboard, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it, it probably is. <laughs> so anyway, so I got this shirt in, in Legacy in, in Moscow about three weeks ago, and I absolutely love it. And and, and I'm wearing my fucking American baseball. Yes. I've got three of these. And what I, team is that? And I... I don't know what fucking team it is. I Gotta just like, like the look of it. Yeah, yeah. And I love the the unlucky number 13. Oh, that. yeah, look at that. So everybody needs to know that fucking 13 in Britain is fucking unlucky. <laughs> as I think turns, that's universal. <laughs> as it turns out, it's a lucky number for me. So it's on the fucking back. And, um, and, and of course, the always, you know, the crazy shirt and the baseball. Um, is this a... This is for the picture, is or is it for the whole team? It's for the whole, whole team. team. It's the whole uniform for all of them, yeah. So I've got three of these, as I said, all vintage. It's a third then, of a field. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, this will be this will be probably 1960s. Oh, wow. Um, and then, of course, I've got the, the, these, the shorts are actually Australian army. So they're these big. Are, they're quite baggy. Yeah, these are Bombay bloomers by the Australians. <laughs> Bombay bloomers. Well, they always wore fucking baggy stuff, the Australians. They're baggy people. Fucking criminals. They're, they're baggy fucking criminals. Yeah. Dodgy. They're they dodgy. Do love, they they're do love their bags. Yeah. They do love their bags. Yeah, I'll fucking knock them out as well. <laughs> so anyway, so so and, and then I have to admit. I have actually got a bought-in pair of socks here. They're not my fucking own. Uh, I'm not sure where they're from, but I just like the camo. Yeah, it's a nice little like uh, so tie-dye camo. camo sock, uh, which matches me, 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 uh, me thing. And so, my little daughter, can you pass my bag over? Because I've got a Swiss Army bag. Oh right, which is about ten years old. I'm, I'm sure you guys, if you know this me, you this has traveled the world with you. Traveled the world piece. for eight yeah. years. It's and, seen all the things, and, yeah. it's, and it's actually got a. Um, Sneaker made out of Swiss Army fabric. Oh right! And yeah. so, if you see any of my recent Instagrams, you'll you'll notice that I'm wearing a shoe 
and a bag. Next level matching yeah, that you only could you could do. Yeah. Fucking Bob's your uncle, it is. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. What does that mean? What does yeah, Bob's your uncle mean? Your, it just means it's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's your fucking uncle. <laughs> have you not got an uncle called Bob? I do have an uncle named Bob. Oh, oh, yeah. I think I just got a new <laughs> uncle named Nigel. I'll tell yeah, you that yeah, much. Yeah. What about the undershirt underneath the yeah, that uh, tee? That looks Duck. like oh, well, a hefty. This, this is, look, actually, it's hardness now because you want me to talk. And you want me to fiddle around me fucking clothes. <laughs> I actually need to put the fucking microphone down. This is just the first segment. We'll yeah, be, we'll so, get through this. It'll so be fine. Basically what I've got, the t-shirt is nothing smart. I usually wear, wear Mers B. He's my favorite t-shirt. Okay. German? Yeah, he's German. Mm -hmm. he, he does great stuff. I wear him every day, but for some reason lately, I bought some stuff from Marks and Spencer's. And I don't ever really wear Marks and Spencer's other than the, the white Airtex tee. So I wear... It's clean. Oh, it's crispy. Yeah. Crispy as fuck. I wear this oh. white tee yep. every fucking day. And in the mesh underneath. Every yeah. day. On your, so, on your so, Jamaican shit. So I wear shit. a mesh um, sleeveless tee. Yeah, what do they... So from in the, Marks and Spencer's, yeah. it keeps you clean. It means you can put a shirt on twice. Sure. <laughs> you know, you fuckers look like have a shirt on for a fucking week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, know, it, in, me, in the United States, that's called like a, a yeah. wife beater? What a is wife, it? Is it? What is it yeah. called here? I don't know. It's for me. An A-tank? It's, it's, it's a tank top and cotton air tanks. Yeah. And then because I live in these and I've been wearing these for quite a few years now, maybe five years, I thought, you know, I quite like those white tees at Marks and Spencer's because I can throw them away. They're so cheap. <laughs> but as you say, it makes me look clean underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. It just sort of sets the whole, yeah. the whole thing off. So, And then this, and, and what about this jewelry? we talk about the jewels. Just real quick. Because we can't right, go through well, eat all of six, yeah, we sixty-seven can. of them. We yeah, have other well, stuff to well, get these to. are all, co all uh, collected on my trips. Okay, so I'm traveling, traveling the world, and I'm traveling six months of the year. Mm -hmm. So everywhere I travel, so for instance, in Japan, Okinawa, for instance, um, Byron Bay in Australia. Uh, you know, when I go to Pitioma in Florence, right. I go to all these great places. Like souvenirs. And they're always souvenirs. Now, I never expected to ever wear jewelry because I still don't wear rings. You don't wear a watch. I don't wear rings. I have two watches. I normally have a watch on both hands. I have a Lemania <laughs> on one side and an IWC on the other. Okay. But the problem is they've both conked out. <laughs> and... Um, and they're beautiful. You need, they need and to be serviced. They need to be serviced. Are so, they vintage so, or new? Uh, no, they're both vintage. Okay. I, well, I, should, I don't well, know if you know why I The IWC is 30 years old and the La Magna is um, from 1967. And it's a shame I didn't bring them in, isn't it? It's crazy. We'll take your word for yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, so I've got, I've got my two watches on with Japanese time and UK time. Okay. Because... Japan, I go four times a year. Yeah, you want so, to know if, you can, if, if the homies are going to be up when you text them, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like and, a second home for you, would you say? It is the second home. It's 12 weeks a year. And every year for the last 10 years, I've been going Japan in the summer and then I have a holiday. Mm. So, I, I'll, you know, I'll go two weeks work, then it's two weeks in Okinawa. Nice. Two weeks work, two weeks in Byron Bay, you know. Um, that's why just, and then I've got a favorite place 60 miles outside of Tokyo called Hayama where I was hiring a house, mm. like a Hollywood house on the beach. Uh, it was fucking great. It was opposite the King's Palace. And I used to invite all my friends, which seven girls who were really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Only seven? Oh, yeah, Only that, seven. that seems like a low they number. All for had, they all had their own room, and we had a and fucking great time. I'm sure. <laughs> I can only imagine. No, no. I'm a decent guy at the end of no, the day. No, of course They're are. really nice people. You're a gentleman. Oh, these girls are great. I want to know which souvenir bracelet was from that year. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? yeah, yeah. I want to know what souvenir bracelet was from that time. Yeah. <laughs> can you look at all these bracelets and know off top where they came from? Um, more or less. The, the, <laughs> the problem with the with some of them, they've worn out. The ones 
that's uh, from Byron Bay, which are quite dear to me for some reason, because I love Byron Bay. Um, they faded a bit. Um, but some, some, I mean, I mean, you know, some of them have come from Okinawa as well. Mm. And, 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 and all the beads around my neck. Yeah. They're all Italian. Okay. From, uh, from Florence? Yeah, from Florence, which are beautiful. And this little thing came from, from Emily, who's right hand girl on, right, on right. design. We met earlier. And, who's fantastic. Yeah. Have you met her? Have you? Wait, no, she that, wasn't here. She wasn't oh, here. she wasn't here. Who showed us the van stuff? Beth. That was, that was uh, Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's Beth. Okay. No, bad. she's. She, the, Shout out Emily, Beth, wherever you are. Started for me. Did Emily get poached to Barbara? Em- Emily, no, no, oh, that's that's some words. <laughs> fucking hell, you're more mixed up than me. What's fucking yeah. wrong with you? How many coffees you had? We're going to take this. Yeah, we're going to have to yeah. cut out his shit. No, so, so I have a, a girl designer. She's half Japanese, half half French, and she lives in Paris. Okay, okay. And uh, she bought me this in in LA. So that's from LA. But the okay. whistle Tell is your signature. The whistle. Now, the whistle is British. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's Second World War. Do you, do you use it? Just for everybody to hear that it yeah, really like... does work. <laughs> okay. Is that like how you hail a cab? Like, yeah, yeah. You... well, I do everything with it. Okay. You know, <laughs> well, I say do everything. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, oh, Lord. Do, what I mean is that, uh, you know, uh, if if people don't listen to me and sometimes I don't, rather than fucking say, hey, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. It really works. Yeah. Like, in a, like in a so, team meeting? Yeah. <laughs> people are on their phones. And everybody knows I'm coming. And I used it as a form of being a bit stupid and making people laugh, and, and you know, <laughs> you people, and too short both. <laughs> yeah, we just I use it as a bit of a joke, really. Right, right. sure. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Wow. So but, I think that I think, I think that's. Oh well, I, no, Nigel. What about the panties? Yeah. What is the the which, under the bloomers? Yeah. What what are you? What what's your underwear I'm choice? Well, I'm, I'm wearing Marks and Spencers again. Okay. Yeah. Briefs. Some air so boxers. I'm fucking show you. <laughs> no. Uh, what's your underwear of choice? Boxers, briefs. What's oh, the, just briefs. Just briefs. Yeah. Bunchies. Yeah. Sorry. Bunchies. Is that what they're called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Smoky bunchies. I don't know. <laughs> I actually love boxer shorts. To be honest. Yes. I'm much, I'm much more comfortable in really? boxer shorts. I don't know why I'm wearing these lately. So you can let your nuts hang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've got any fucking nuts in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they descended with time, but I yeah. guess yeah. He's a reason. <laughs> he, he's a he's a rare breed. Oh yeah, yeah. confirmed. <laughs> he's got Benjamin yeah. Button nuts. <laughs> All right, is that he's a got complete? a young man's nuts? And yeah. we're drinking um, a little espresso, yeah. a midday espresso, snacking on some caramel treats. Yeah, actually, I've had a chance to have a bite. Yeah, yeah, you can you can eat on mic if you want. That's yeah, totally fine. Sure. Like yeah, one for you as well. Yeah, yeah. You guys one. we'll take turns eating on mic. Yeah. Okay, um, and I believe that is a complete fit check. <laughs> that right? was legendary. Twenty minute, Thank twenty you, two Nigel. minute fit yeah. check. Okay, let's start the show. Nigel, let's get into oh, the meat. Yeah, no, no, not yet. I was just no. like the Lawrence is too busy. Ex- Lawrence is too busy asking about the intricacies of the staff <laughs> setup. <laughs> yeah, that was the preamble. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes. One thing I would say generally is I do have a piece of outerwear. Oh yeah. So what we have forgot is me fucking um, my jacket. Oh, a little yeah. uh, oh. what a souvenir jacket? Yeah, you know he's grabbing a, a a real deal. Yeah. So this one this souvenir. One, this one I paid a lot of money for. How much? I paid a thousand pounds. For oh shit! God. I bought this in Suntrap in Tokyo, and it's a really good one. Yeah, that's it's incredible. It's from the 1950s. It's really beautiful. If you check my Instagram, you'll see me wearing it all the time. In fact, it's got fucking Japan on the back. So. If you haven't oh, yeah. checked this man's Instagram yeah. right now, then he's yeah, 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 he's Instagram like 20 yeah, times already. <laughs> Follow Nigel Kayborn on Instagram. <laughs> and um, and it's really nice. Yeah. So when I put It's got a great fade. Well, yeah. You know, just had the whole outfit on when you came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't know. Works. We can confirm. You were sort of, a, you yeah. know, you'd expect We saw that. the whole ensemble. Yeah. Souvenir yeah. jacket included. Yeah. 
So it looks pretty good with the outfit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you can go, so, you can go so, crip. You're going crip. You can go blood if you flip it inside out, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I always have a nice piece because basically I'm an outerwear guy, really. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, you're a mountaineer. You're, it's, that's like outerwear and Nigel Caber is synonymous, you know? Although, the oligarch of outerwear. Yeah. I believe I said that. <laughs> I, well, I, I love outerwear, you know, obviously, and, you know, my Everest Park from 20 years ago is legendary. Yeah. And, but the problem is, a lot of the stuff I do is for cold weather. Sure. And I travel to all hot countries now. <laughs> so so I've got to find more lighter outerwear. Right. So I tend to wear big shirts, which like I've got with this Mickey Mouse shirt right. on here. And uh, flow and flowy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you've got it. Yeah. You know? And I like to I like to wear a, an old Levi jacket. I've got two two like big, a trucker. I've got actually I've got two big E mm. Levi jackets. And um, and recently, I, I bought them. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I I buy so much stuff. I'm not sure, but I cut the fucking linings out of them because <laughs> they were they had the uh, old stripe lining. Oh, right, like the blanket. from the sixties. Yeah. yeah, I cut them out because I quite like. I, I like them a little bit cooler. So when I was in Paris last week, I had a denim one on, which I cut the lining out, and it felt really good in it. Um, so yeah, and I, I think a denim jacket. Looks quite cool with a pair of army pants. Absolutely, you know? yeah. That's big, the look, big on the baby. bottom, tight up top. All right, that yeah. is a. You've got it. Yeah, I that like is that a sort of look. Yeah, good silhouette. So that and, is now a complete fit, <laughs> yeah, right? We, yeah, yeah. That's a, and I think the thing is, at, at my age, it's not so easy to look good. So oh well, come so on. I Check would, your Instagram. You, you, make, you make it look easy. Uh, well, I would. We saw it on the Instagram. You're killing yeah. it on. Yeah, on yeah IG. right. I only look okay because I work on it. Sure, you care. Yeah, you try on your fitness journey. Yeah, so it's it's a man. It's a pretty tough routine regime what i do i wouldn't recommend it because it gets you very tired it's supposed to make me feel up but it fucking it makes, makes you feel like shite sleepy. yeah so it's you know anyway we can talk well about not, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get yeah. into the meat and potatoes of the podcast yeah. now mm-hmm. that the 25 minute fit check has mm. been complete um let's get this on record you have been wearing pants of all types and ilks for 50 years now. That's right. And I don't know if you're kind of uh, aware of what's going on in the U.S., but there's this whole, like, you know, the the world that we exist in, skinny pants, skinny jeans, done. Yeah, well, However, that's terrible for me. Right. I never wore that because I've got big bollocks. So, <laughs> so there's no point in me fucking wearing that anyway. But, big old, but I hate big old that. clackers. Yeah. I hate Needy that clackers. look, you see, because remember, I always wear a chunky shoe. And I've always worn a chunky shoe all my life. So if you do so, that with so, tight so, jeans, you look like a clown. I look, yeah. I'd look an idiot. So basically, <laughs> I always wear a cargo pant, generally, mm, sure. or a cargo short, and then it goes with a fat shoe. Nice. Okay? So <laughs> all shoes. the kids that are wearing tight legs, that's for them. Sure. For me, no. And then when I wear a dungaree, I wear two sizes big. Oh, okay. So you I size look, up. And the reason I wear them big is because I want to look like a workman. Sure. Okay. So authentic. I'm not, you want to look so authentic. I'm not interested in looking like a fucking ballerina. And to pull bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I've got big balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to wear comfort. Right. Uh, all, always, even from the 60s, I was always wearing comfort. And, and, and I, you know, if you look at the 60s with the 501 right. and the M65, yes, I used to wear that. But when I wear a pair of jeans, it's cut big. Well, let's, let's put the I, argument. I don't wear tight jeans. Right, right, let's, right. Close, let's settle the argument once and for all. What is the best pant width, according to Nigel Kayborn? Well, I would say the best pant is some sort of cargo pant. Right. Okay. And... Uh, with pockets in the side because I like to carry everything. Sure. You know, I've got about 10 fucking whistles. Yeah, right. I'll put them all around my fucking (laughs) neck. So, and, and, and I also like, um, 
you know, a, a monkey pant. What's okay. a monkey pant? A monkey pant is what the United States Corps wore in, in the Second World War. It's got the back pocket, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like a monkey pant made into like a work pant, which is what I do. And um, I like a nice wide cut jean. Yeah. You know. How wide? Like, what, let's put a number well, on it. Well, when I say wide, the look for me is wide in the backside okay. and wide on the waist. So for I can belt it in. Sure. Okay. And, like, and, like cinched. Cinched in, but then it doesn't have to have a too wide hem. Okay, you know it can be it can be semi semi down. semi wide. Okay, or, or, or you know it's never tight. I'm not interested in a big big top with a really tight bottom. I always like a bit of width in it. Right, the bigger like what yeah. I've got. That's your you salvation. Know? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I'm not actually. I brought some pants in today, believe it or not, because I thought I might get fucking cold. <laughs> you know, oh, in the in the Swiss Army bag. So in the Swiss pants. Army bag, you didn't get the pants here in so, the archive. So I brought my I brought my cap. Right, okay. right, right. There's my cap. You tra- so you you literally travel around with your wardrobe like a hobo. Uh, well, only because of in your I, thought, I thought today you'd be asking me some dumb questions. So <laughs> oh, sure. oh, we no, will. No, we will. get dumber. Don't worry. Yeah. So so this is my um, denim army shirt. Cable. Like of course, they're like all cable. Chambray, all K-Bone, always ba- generally based. I mean, it's actually quite easy job for being a designer for me because <laughs> yeah. I, I collect <laughs> yeah, I collect all the best pieces from around the world. You already have so, the best shit. So, so, so basically I have all the best shit. So I have all the best British, all the best American, all the best Australian, Germans as well, and the Italians, and I just mix the whole fucking lot up. Do you know of anyone, in your opinion, that has a better collection? Well, Massimo Osti, obviously. Oh, well, well, I mean, oh. I mean, Massimo, uh, which we'll talk about sure. later. Oh, these are I monkey mean, pants. There's yeah, the, these are monkey pants. The po- right, the big so, pocket in the back. So this yeah. is a real monkey pant, a K-Bone monkey pant made in this Japan. Is, am, I wearing, am I wearing monkey pants? No, uh, no. You just have these old fashioned you too, considering not badly dressed, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you. This is a fashion yeah. podcast after so, all. <laughs> so you can see that I, I tend to wear it a bit short. Yeah. Cut quite wide. I mean, you can put these on later, but, you know, I love these. How many times a day do you um, change the fit up? Oh, you mean change your outfit? Yeah. Oh, never, you generally. It's only because you guys are oh, here. Oh, wow. Well, I'm, I'm not that fucking vain. Um, <laughs> no, but because but I put shorts on today because I felt like I would like to wear shorts today. Right. Uh, I thought I might get a bit cold, you know? You so, mentioned how, like, you mentioned how you're, you're, uh, you just collect vintage from the best vintage from around the world. Well, is I've got there? The best vintage the world. It took, I mean, this, I've got my vintage book to show you. Oh, this wow. is what Clutch Magazine featured about six years ago. And these are my favorite 250 pieces. Oh, it's all so, from your collection. Yeah, yeah. So Clutch wanted to do a big story on me six years ago, which is a great magazine, by the way, if, if you guys have not got it. And they did a special little book with my favorite pieces in. So that has all my favorite vintage pieces in. Is there a piece that you... I like you that, marked. There was already 250 oh, you marked down yeah, even your, well, be, your better ones. They're all favorite my favorite ones. pieces. Is there, yeah. is there a piece that has escaped you that you haven't yet tracked yeah. down? Uh, the grail of all grails. Well, the one that I've fucking got now, which I'll have to show you a picture of. Um, I hadn't got this one. This was with the, with Saunders in... Um, in America, and um, and I went to see I went to Brut, which is one of the best vintage collectors in France, and and he actually had one this piece, and I mean it was a special piece. It's a Canadian uh, from World War Two RAF, 
And um, did you buy it from him? Did he? He won't sell. Oh, he won't sell it. Uh, But anyway, I've rented it, and uh, I'll show you it now. Um, How much does it cost to rent something like that? Well, he's he's probably charging about a hundred quid a week. So if I keep it for six weeks, it costs me six hundred. That's why. So you're telling that you're telling the designers like, "Yo, hurry the fuck I'd up!" Ra- yeah, I'd let's rather. Go. <laughs> I, well, no, but I, that's why I don't rent generally. Right, because you want to have it on hand so all if the time. I've got to pay two thousand for something that's that's worth it to me. Then it's a cheaper option for right. me. But you see, with vintage, I use them again and again and again. I turn them inside an unlimited out. resource. Yeah, I mean, I turn them inside out. I do everything to them. I look at them, lots and lots. And when you know, when you've been uh, collecting vintage for forty years, and your business, because my business is fifty years old now, you know, obviously the clothing is a library as yep. the, as the books are. Yeah, it's yeah, a resource. library of clothes. It's a resource. Yeah. So the Canadian What's, RAF jacket is the Grail of all Grails, right well, now. Well, I wouldn't say it's the, it's it's very rare. Um, I'm going to show it's you escaped your clutches so far. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people. Would um would really like this? Is there um, so like when 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 people talk about vintage a lot these days they you know referencing like well they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking oh, about this, so they say things are vintage after five years old <laughs> for me vintage doesn't really start is there a number yeah what's the number yeah well twenty I'd like to, I'd like to say from the nineteen sixties really and then I would really say for me it's it's forties and fifties so me. sixty but years 60s at least occasionally I, I'll accept so, it. so so at least I, sixty years so if I owned an original Cayborn piece from fifty years ago you wouldn't consider that even vintage uh, well funny enough there was a piece there was a forty year old piece in brute last week when I was in Paris that, that was, yeah, yeah I couldn't believe it in the vintage shop yeah, was that in the vintage so Cayborn is in the vintage stores now how does that make um, you feel um. Fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So okay. So so this Canadian jacket is, uh, I guess, I priceless. To, but what's the most that you have ever spent on a single piece of uh, seven and a half thousand? Okay. And what which was is that? A, what would was you it? like to see it? Uh, yeah. What, so just, can, can you, I can I rent it from can you? Can you just ask? Uh, can you fuck? <laughs> you can buy it if you want for ten thousand. <laughs> so the, the the most expensive one is the duffel coat in sheep skins. It's the leather one. Kyle knows. It's. It, yeah. Do you ever sell items from your personal? No, collection? no, no. no. I, I, I never sell vintage. I'm not a, in, I'm never not a, out. I'm You're not, not a, a one way street. It's a one way street. That's why I've got them. So I'm going to show you this jacket. I love it. Okay. I'll describe it to the listeners. I was going to put this on Instagram today. <laughs> oh, do oh, it. Yeah. This is why you got to file Nige. Here Let's we go. See. Let's see. All right, wait a minute. Oh, you're modeling it yourself. Yeah, you, you. you this is this look is how the, happy you look, bro. Yeah. I mean, that is pure joy. This I've never seen you smile that hard. This is the Canadian RAF. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll get to put these on the screen. I mean, this is fucking unbelievable. It's look, look at look at look at this. Look at it. Look at the what shape goes, of it. What goes through your head when you like when you well, find this is fucking this. rare? Yeah. I mean, I mean what is, is a, going through your head right here is like, I'm thinking it's a fucking bastard. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you're like, I'm glad I'm wearing my pants so big because my yeah. I have a raging boner yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I've got that all the time, even at my age. So something to look forward to, kids. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the fucking. Yeah, you can, as long as you keep yourself fit and eat well, guys, you'll <laughs> right. be all right. Keep yeah. off the fucking no, this drugs. Is, this is a this is a banger for sure. Look at it. Yeah. Wow, that's seven, incredible. Seven and a half k for this. Woo! So this, this is smoking. So this is an Irving. This shit. is an Irving. <laughs> show it. Show. Turn it around, Zoe. This is an Irving. Um, duffel coat, mm, and incredible. that was worn by the REF in World War One. Saying, um, it's like some Dunkirk shit. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking like well, Dunkirk Second World War. Remember? Yeah, you right. idiot. Um, so <laughs> I'm an American. I don't so, need to know history. Uh, this this thing on M's here. I want you to. 
Well, I don't want, have you this seen is the, this, this is the process. This, this piece is great. Getting peak, Can peak you ask process. Beth to put those on a screen, all that grey jacket and the brown? So those last, <laughs> like six, seven pieces on there. And, <laughs> Blow the whistle. Tell them to get off oh, here. They're oh, doing work already, right are they? Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to go on. I'm, I'm not surprised. Blow the whistle. Yeah. Only if you close the fucking door, it might help. Yeah. <laughs> Nige, what's yeah. the furthest you've ever gone in like tracking down a single piece of clothing? Yeah, to what end of end of the earth? Like, yeah. Did it take you like... Well, I'm, I was thinking of going on a bit of a pilgrimage to go to this guy here. This, you know, this guy in um, Nova, Nova Scotia. Oh, shit. Okay. Saunders. Yeah. But I haven't been, but I've been, well, I went to Australia. Mm-hmm. For a single piece, or uh, like, well, it's really for the bird. You know? Yeah, she's great. She's beautiful. <laughs> so I went to a, a place, Ghostwood. Two birds called. with one stone, I believe yeah, they say. <laughs> but I didn't actually. But somebody told me she was great. I didn't really went because somebody told me she was a great vintage collector. But she just happens to look great as well. Yeah, just she a bonus. In, just a bonus. She was in Byron Bay, and but I was going to Australia anyway, so I didn't go all the Australia. Yeah. to see, just to see her, you know. But, but what was what was the one piece that you were trying to hunt yeah. down? Well, I just wanted to meet her because okay. I knew she was a good girl. She had good taste, uh, yeah. A good taste. And when I got there, the store was amazing. Mm. And what she had, which is what I really wanted, was all the Australian army. Oh, sure. And now I deal with her long term. I mean, long Long distance, distance yeah. yeah. And um, Is Australia like a hidden gem of, of vintage? vintage? I think Australia and New Zealand military, Second World War. I've got... T- Two or three great books on it. So I've got all the references. It's basically British with an Australian twist. Like yeah. more safari? Yeah. And it's a little, little, little drunk. It's the same with the Canadian. Yeah. A little yeah. drunker, the, the, a little the dumber. The Canadian um, military is British with a different twist. This jacket that I love here yeah. is a Canadian British. So I can show you the original British. And it says, you see that blue one that I showed yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. The vintage piece from World War Two is actually up on the wall there. And this is based from those gotcha. pieces. Gotcha. So, but this is even better. It's got a special yellow hood mm-hmm. and everything. So, obviously, I love outerwear. Yeah, clearly. I yeah. love outerwear. I built the business on outerwear, mm-hmm. but I didn't build the business originally on outerwear. I built the business from 1970, basically on budgie jackets and loon pants. What's a loon pant? Yeah, I'll show you. Like so a pantaloon? You, no, no, listen. If you look at this picture at the back, yeah. that's a drawing from 1969. Good year. And, and, and there's the <laughs> nice. budgie jacket, the short jacket and the other jacket. Their budgie jacket's based on Adam Faith. Oh, I've got a picture of Adam Faith in the in, in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Up on the top there. Next gotcha. To, next okay. to dad's camera. Yeah. He was a, he was great in the 60s. And, and he died of a heart problem some years ago. Uh, Rest in peace. And, and so this drawing here, loon pants are what people like. You it's know, like swinging London, the baby. Small, yeah, the small faces. Yeah, Peter Frampton. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. All these smashing, guys smashing, baby. Baby, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, but you're what you're talking about the film. I was fucking there. <laughs> yeah. you, know? you wasn't there. I was fucking there. Oh, behave, Nigel. <laughs> Remember, I was 17 in 1960. I can only imagine what you were so, getting up so to. So 67, I'm going to show you a picture of me in 1967, you fucking died. <laughs> so 67, 71 is the best period of my whole life. Yeah, okay. Well, no, 17 to 21, getting, if if you look at that period, I was at fashion college, 200 girls and me, okay. 
That's number one. Point. Was, is that why yeah. you got into yeah. fashion? That's yeah. the, well, let's not bury the lead. That's the no, most no, important no. reason. Is that is that why you got into fashion? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> for the ratio. Uh, yeah. Well, exactly. I needed a fucking head, but now I'll tell you. <laughs> and then number two, you had the best pop music in Britain. Of course. America, the best. Then you had the Vietnam War and the whole um, revolution of the of uh, of the kids fighting against the war. Right. Activism. If you, yeah. If you mix that all together, that's the basis. Of how I've got a business. Mm. That's the the secret recipe, that, the secret the, sauce. That is all the sources. So it's Vietnam War. It's the <laughs> pop kids, culture, kids, the pop the pop culture, and really going to fashion college as well to meet some birds, uh, to, see birds. to go bird watching. Mix it together, <laughs> and you got cable you got, brand. Damn, you got, uh, fifty years of Nigel Cable just gave away the recipe. So that fucking picture up there. Oh right, yes. That drawing of mine. That is what I started doing at fashion college. Oh, then that's your, that's your, that's oh, a sketch by you. Well, who do you think it is? A fucking monkey drew those. Okay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. And I like the monkeys as well. Did you, have you heard of the monkeys? Of course. Yeah. Fucking bang up. Um, <laughs> so these two guys, I actually started to make those in 1969 and got a, a little old lady locally who had a small factory, started to make them. And I started my business. This is in London. This is in Newcastle. Oh, in Newcastle. I started my business in 1969 as a third year student, um, making my own stuff. And by 1971, I had a full blown fashion business. Were you a prodigy, would you say? I was a fucking genius. (laughs) Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I I started the business in 1970, 71. I bought myself a beach buggy Mm. with a Porsche engine. (laughs) If you've ever seen the Thomas Crown affair, yeah. Uh, I had one of those with the big fucking wheels and engine with a Porsche with a Porsche engine, and that's how I started. And I bought myself a Porsche in 1972. There you go. There you go. And the rest and is young, history. And the rest is fucking history. Um, <laughs> but I, I had everything that I wanted at a very young age. Right. I would say from 67 to early 70s, I really achieved every, the everything. golden years. Yeah, golden and that was the best period in in not just your life, but all of pop all the 20th century. Do you think so? Is it is that true? I don't. Yeah, I is, mean, that I, saying, is that what you're telling us? I think us? it is. Yeah, it's your opinion. I think, I think that a lot of we wasn't there. Yeah, we weren't I'm alive sure yet. Peter Frampton, Stevie Marriott, right? All of them. You know. You know. They must all talk about that. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, do, do, about do, the time the that you had, time, and then all, now for them, the it's times a hundred. Do you remember those years? Fucking really well. <laughs> yeah. You know. Surpr- I mean, against I had all odds. Very very clear head. Yeah. You know, very clear head. And. And and in those days, really, I hitchhiked everywhere. Oh, nice! So I spent sixty-seven to seventy-one hitchhiking on the road, Europe. So as a seventeen-year-old, so yeah. as a seventeen-year-old, I was hitchhiking from Newcastle into Barcelona, all the way down to Spain. I used to go on all the beaches near um, near Barcelona area, and um, I used to hitch two thousand miles and think nothing of it. In, right. In those days, it could take me a week to do two thousand miles on the hitchhiking. It was no small thing. You feat. needed the outerwear, right? Yeah. Uh, For life oh, well, on the road. You know, I wasn't even thinking about outerwear in those days. Okay. I've already told you what I was fucking thinking about. Um, but, <laughs> but one thing on your mind. But, but <laughs> one the 1960s was, was really super duper time. Oh, so sounds yeah, like it. Imagine. And, that, and that feature signifies it there. Right. So when That's you, so now that like, now that vintage is such, not just a trend, but like such a, a phenomenon amongst like young people currently, like how does that make you feel? Um. Can you repeat that? I'm a like, so, so now that vintage and the referencing, not just like, you know, stuff that's 10 years old, but 40, 50, 60 years old is such a craze amongst young people currently. 
Like, how does that make you feel as someone that's been doing this for 50 years and is also well, clearly so passionate like, about it's it? It's a bit like Elton John. <laughs> you know, Elton John would say, well, he had to do all the clubs and all the shitty places and everything. He went through a real long spread before he became famous. Right. You know, it sort of affects me a bit like that, thinking, well, I've you did, done you all, to do the dirty work. I've done all the dirty work. Sure. I've done the fashion. You paid con. your dues. Uh, exactly. Today, a lot of people are not interested in paying the dues. Right, right, right. Uh, so, as, as an older person, I think generally, if you've been in it all your life, a bit like some of the pop guys we talked about, right. you know, they must all feel a bit similar. And that, in that everybody wants a quick, quick fix today, don't they? Yeah, and clearly all these reality clout. Clearly, yeah. a place where vintage is being done right, and a place that you call your second home, uh, Japan. Right? Yes. Why are you so popular in Japan? Would you say? Uh, well, I'm a cult person in Japan and China and Hong Kong. Far so, so Asia, got, yeah. yeah, Asia. I've got a proper cult following. They hold you down. Yeah, it's a real cult following. I mean, that's a place where when I go to Japan, I get stopped twenty. Really? 30, like 30 on the street? Day. Oh, yeah. How, is that and cool? And people queue up in China. So when I go to China and Beijing, they're a bit shyer in Ch- in China. But once somebody stops me, the next thing you know is you've got 20 people queuing to shake my hand and everybody wants me to sign my face. Or, <laughs> they want to sell. Oh, like a doodle. Yeah, they want yeah, an original. Yeah. And, and, and in Japan, they all bring the clothes. They've bought a K-born police. They're like a fucking dog with a, a bone, you know. <laughs> they bring it to me and they want me to sign it. Why do you I think do. the brand has resonated so deeply in East Asia, Japan Japan specifically? Because they it's Because it's... They've got their own style. And let's be honest, vintage is not that important in Europe as it as it is in, in the Far East. Right. So it has been important. And there was a huge trend for vintage with Filson, mm-hmm. uh, Red Wing, K-Born, Levi Vintage. Yeah. All those brands are incredibly important. About eight years ago. Yeah. And every, it was called the Urban Woodsman. like and, and look. And then yeah. that's sort of gone a bit. And now it's much more contemporary, much more sport. Um, it's just different. I mean, obviously, I, I have to keep twisting, reinventing myself. Yeah. I mean, even doing collaborations with Hagloffs that I'm doing yeah. or with Peak Performance, you know, obviously it's um, it's a nice one because it's more sport-oriented. It gives you an opportunity to, like, go down a different lane this than what it. you would do normally, which, which obviously. what I do. And I'm just doing Vans Vaults now. Right. And what's great about the Vans Vaults is, is they've asked me to do do the actual clothing for Vans Vaults. Right. So I've got it's 10 big, pieces big of clothing mm-hmm. and seven sneakers. There's like 17 it's pieces. massive, mate. There's 17 pieces coming out um, in October, which is going to be great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I've got to keep reinventing myself. Sure. Does that get exhausting that you have to keep like finding a new Nigel? Uh, it's just exhausting. It's just very exhausting uh, to keep doing collaborations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the newest collaboration. Those bags been, ain't exhausting, yeah, though. Yeah. The newest collaboration is with Moscow Dynamo. Right. And, and I'm over the moon the, with the Moscow. The football club. The football club. Very famous football club mm-hmm. in Russia. Obviously, their D is symbolic around the world. You know, the Moscow Dynamo D is incredible. They started in, they're the oldest football club, 1923, they started in Russia. But they had the most world-famous goalkeeper from... 1950. And he's your hero. Yeah. yeah. And he's like my hero. You're a Newcastle new supporter? Uh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. I was born in Scunthorpe. I'm okay. Scunthorpe United supporter. Okay, gotcha. I, you know, 
you choose to board, you support the team where you were born generally. Well, I do anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so Lev Yashin uh, won the award as as a, a football best footballer of all time, but he's a goalkeeper. So he, he's sharing this with Pele and and Ronaldo, you know, and Messi. Sure. Uh, and it's unusual for a goalkeeper to right. get it. And the collaboration I'm doing is on the 100th anniversary of Moscow Dynamo with the icon being Lev Yashin. Okay? Amazing. So, and that you're just, has you're to just be there in Russia, right? And that has to be contemporary sportswear, really. Yeah. So it's got me out of wear pieces, but with contemporary with it. Right. And so I'm doing a lot of contemporary stuff, but it always has um, a sort of a vintage heritage yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, it. right, right. Yeah. The, the, There's a, that's your DNA. Right. The do, yeah. same way as all the designers. Right. I mean, even the Comme des Garçons, you know, they all work from vintage. Sure. But they all do it in a different way. This Vim is all coming from vintage. Right, 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 right. But it's the way they... I see you the got a, there, there's a Vizvim backpack right yeah, there. Yeah, Vizvim backpack. That's the only thing I've got from Vizvim, but that backpack's lovely. Oh, it's incredible. And that's about a thousand pounds. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It ain't cheap. It's about 10 years. Oh, ago. really? Yeah, yeah. Have I'm you met Hiroki? I've never met him. I'd love to meet him. Yeah. I don't know why I've not met him because I've met more or less everybody. Sure. Um, Besides Nigo and Hiroki, the two yeah, people I've we've met, mentioned. Yeah, the two I've people we've asked you if you met. You yeah. Haven't. I mean, obviously, I, I know people like Daiki from, oh, of course. from Engineering yeah. He's wearing engineer garment yeah. pants right now. I, mean, I love him and I are very good friends. He has one of my Everest Parkers and I wear some of his shirts. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, your your personal collection, whether it's for like professional references or just like your your own archive, like has to be one of the most extensive and, and impressive robust in the world. Do you know yeah. how many items are in your personal archive? Well, I think I've got about 4,000 pieces. Good. Okay. God. But, 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 God damn. I was very lucky to meet Massimo Wasti's son recently. Yeah. yeah let's talk on, about on, that. On yeah, the train. On, on the train. Yeah. And, and it, basically I was on the train between uh, Florence and Milan. I'd been in Florence, um, with with Emily, who designs the woman's, we were together, and we were on the train coming from Florence to Milan, and this very nice gentleman, who he looked quite young to me, was he, turns, was he goggled up? Turns out forty eight. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was the son of Massimo. Was he in CP head to toe? Uh, no, no. He was a normal looking, very suave Italian, dressed casually. Uh, his name was Lorenzo Osti, and he came out of his seat to me. I saw him coming. I knew he was coming over because people come over to me all the time. And he just said, um, my name's Lorenzo Osti and I love your stuff. And I thought, Osti, you're joking. <laughs> I said, you're not the son. He says, yes, that's my dad. And I was so chuffed. So I asked him to sit down. Did you guys just a, start nerding out? We had out? a full hour and a half talk. Amazing. On, and he told me everything about his dad. Now I'd met his dad five or six times, but his dad was very shy. Didn't speak English. Okay. And I met Massimo probably from the early 80s because I had a lot of contacts with all the best fabric people yeah. in Italy. They all love my brand. And I and some of those people, particularly uh, Riccardo Carpini, was a wonderful man who's dead now. He died about he died at 82. He just died last year. Good long life. He, yeah. He was very good friends with... Um, Dusty, and um, and and he he kept introducing me at fabric fairs in Italy, and I used to see him, but he never spoke any English. 
He was very shy. Mm-hmm. So I never really got to know him properly. Well, Lorenzo was the missing link. Yeah. But, but Lorenzo was different. And he told me then about his dad. His dad had 36,000 pieces. Oh, my God. <laughs> so nine, my, he 9 x you. Yeah. So my little. He blew your ass out of the water. Pieces. Yeah. And, and of course, <laughs> Massimo worked with the same mills as me. But to be fair to him, he was working same time as me. He started, I believe, in same as me as 1970. Right. I knew nothing about him till about 1980 or 81. Is that when that, it first when started kind of, that would have been, yeah, yeah. yeah Is that when it first started, started Stone, infl- when yeah, he did the second Bonneville, brand, yeah. it did Bonneville, CP and, uh, Stone. and Stone Island. They yeah. all sort of came. And is CP, is that when it started kind of infiltrating? Like, I think CP was the, the UK? first it was, one. It was, yeah. yeah, I think so. That so was in the so, 70s. So, so anyway, maybe. yeah. So anyway, um, he was a genius with fabrication. He was mm-hmm. obviously very fabric driven, same as yeah. me. Yeah. Sure. And he loved his fabrics. And so he was taking the vintage like me, the military vintage. He was taking a lot of US stuff, just as I do, as well as British. I didn't see him take much British, to be honest. He tends to take US. And... um and then he was always using the right fabric with the right cool finish that right. wasn't invented. Right. And he understood garment dye like to die yeah. for. Now, I understood the garments. And the difference between him and I is I collected all my garments. Mm. He didn't collect his own garments. He used to have people collecting for him. Oh, okay. As far as I'm aware. He's working so, smarter, not harder. Yeah, right. Well, he worked. And, and he, obviously, <laughs> uh, he obviously had, you know, well, he had six, seven times as much as I had. Totally. So you couldn't have done that. I've collected all my 4,000 pieces. Um, Are you familiar with every single piece? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, because a library and, 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 you know, you've got this little book. Right. Right, obviously. Yeah. 10% of them anyway. So um, he he obviously was somebody I always knew about from the early 80s. Right. Um, but it took the son to come over and but the it, connection. But, yeah. it, but I never had the conversation with him like I had with his son. So then his son said to me, he said, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, we're just doing a new CP book. For, the, for their 50th anniversary. Yeah, for, that, for our fifth, 50th anniversary. He says, Nigel, would you consider coming in? Yeah. I said, well. Say less, my G. <laughs> I said, well, yes, I would because I. I loved what your dad did. I said, you're a super nice man. I said, yes, I'd like to come in. But I said, I'd like to wear my cable and stuff. <laughs> so he said, that's fine. But he says, as long as you wear the CP on the top and all the cable on underneath. Oh, right. And so we did a compromise. So these five pages that um, that's cut, that's in the 50th anniversary we book. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, um, yeah. You've seen it. Yeah, it's great. It's all cable on underneath and the yeah. sneakers. And I'm wearing the CP jackets. And and I was really particular because when they, when they prepared all the jackets for me to see in London, I didn't really like to wear any of them. They weren't really my style. They were, sure. too, they were too old mannish. The problem with old CP is it's great, but it looks a bit old. Hmm. I didn't really like old looking styles. Do you know what I mean? They were cut old. You mean aesthetically, well, not like. They're not really funky. They're very practical. Yeah. And they look a little bit like they're not particularly funky. Do you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. All, all straightforward stuff. function. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, I found the one that I quite liked and it looked good with my clothes. <laughs> and so I said, right, you can photograph me in that. And so they did the pictures and this, they featured my fucking whistle in there and everything else. And they were great. And this, and, and his, his son has been amazing. Yeah. He's kept in touch with me and we've talked about 
maybe doing something together at some stage. I mean, it, it would yeah. make sense, right? Two, That'd be cra- two, I mean, two, that's yeah. two titans of textiles, two yeah. fairies. Collab of the millennium, bro. I, I mean, it would be, obviously, I would respect very much what he does. Sure. Because he, he uh, I mean, he's a full package. Something you know? that something that we're trying to kind of figure out. So so we're here because of our kind friends at CP Company. Right. Yes. And, really? and Oh, I didn't realize. I was, yeah, I, I'm just trying I to. I thought it was through Danny, actually. Well, well, oh, no, I didn't both, know it was really. through CP. Danny didn't pay for us to come to the UK. Yeah, right. he he, oh, so he linked doing, us up with you. Oh, I didn't know. So you did it for with CP. We're here for. We're so, going to the event in Darwin. Okay, so you must know. Uh, Lorenzo, I mean, no, no, hopefully no. we're going to meet the, the well, legend himself. I think, I think he's still. I think he's still. I think he's still the MD for. Uh, yeah, well, we but, haven't but met him yet. What? What? I mean, what I was trying to say is that, like, the north of Eng- northern England has such a affinity for CP Company and Italian. Well, especially brand. flannels. My yeah. best friend owns flannels, and flannels built Stone Island CP business sure. in the whole of the north of England. Right. And he had the best and and bought the most. Right. Okay. He was number one. Neil He's the Prosser. guy. And Neil Prosser's in the book. Okay. And Neil's yeah, a yeah. personal friend, and he built that business. Um, with flannels, yeah, you know, right. that's old flannels. Why do you think like Northern UK culture, which is so unique? Well, it's in, obvious. In and of itself. It's obvious. It's fucking soccer. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing else. The casuals. Fuck, you've got to understand that all of the best soccer is in, I mean. So it's the soccer and the CP company. They're uh, just yeah, Soccer and the, the CP and particularly. But the soccer, if you think about it, it really, it's got a Northern heritage. Sure. You know, when soccer was invented in 1862, virtually all of the 12 teams were from the North. Right. Okay. You know, it this wasn't the birthplace it, of the sport. Yeah. It's it, all sort of definitely. Yeah. Uh, yes. There's of course today we've got great London teams, but, um, but you know, if you look at the London teams, Chelsea are the first team to get into the European Cup in 1955. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't Tottenham or I mean, Tottenham that was when it was one team per country, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was Chelsea were really the 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 the, the linchpin in those days, and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Arsenal are very famous because Arsenal actually in 1936 they actually beat. Um, they built the they beat the Italian international Italian team who were considered the best because they won the World Cup thirty four and thirty eight the gotcha. Italians and Arsenal actually played them and beat them the club team so, beat the, yeah, the yeah, national team yeah. wow, Arsenal okay. were great you were great then so um, so yeah so the north so, is, so, so, so soccer or football is the linchpin of why uh, a brand like CP Company oh, has def- such def- a definitely, hold definitely, over the imagination definitely, of definitely, the north definitely, of England got definitely. it definitely and. When that came along with the branding, it really fucking took off. Right. The, the conspicuous. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It really took off. Um, well, going back to the 4,000 item personal collection, I mean, obviously it's priceless, right? But if you had to put a number on it, yeah, big Nige, how much money have you spent on clothes in your entire lifetime? Well, on that vintage collection, it's really hard to say. If I was honest with you, I don't really know. There has come a stage when I do need to value it. Sure. I do need to value it. Yeah. But I don't really know. And I do need to sit down one day and spend a week trying to value it. Sure. Because it'd probably take a week. Well, that's the value, or, but how much have or, you spent, do you think? A milli? At least, yeah. oh yeah, oh, certainly over twenty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, no, have you spent no, more on books or clothing? Oh no, you, I mean the books is a different item. You know, you're not going to spend seven and a half thousand on the book. Okay, you know, I'll spend seven and a half thousand on a piece of clothing. Okay, I mean generally, generally, uh, 
me spending 500 to 1,000 for one piece is normal when sure, I really, right. really want it. A need and, to have. And, and, What's when a... I, and, when, and when I'm, you know, when I'm a bit flush for money, not always flush because this business can be very up and down. When I'm flush, I could spend £3,000 on one trip for vintage, but I try not to spend. I mean, at one stage, I was spending £60,000, £70,000 a year on vintage. Yeah, on good years. Yeah. But I owe psychologically. You're reinvesting into the business, right? Psychologically. you got to spend money to make money. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what people forget is that basically. If I tell him all the time. <laughs> basically, to do collaborations, you need new ideas. Right. And my new ideas come from me going out. So if I earn 100000 for one design job, I always have a thing in my head, you're going to put 10% back of what you like earmark that, that yeah yeah for sure and that's why i've been happy to spend sixty thousand a year because some of the collaborations got earned well yeah. and i buy this product and i don't sell the vintage it, it just it gets it's there it's Nigel, my library what, what's more expensive building up your personal library and sophia maybe you want earmuffs or what's more expensive building out your personal library or raising three children well, it's both for me. It's both. I mean, the children obviously are, are really important, but Sophie knows about her dad. She knows he's a fucking lunatic with a vintage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think any man, if he's really honest, it, you know, and he's, he's building an international business, it, you know, it's hard to, 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 to not put the, the business first. You have to make you know. sacrifices. Have you ever had yeah. people approach you to be like, to try and buy Nigel Caborn? And have you ever been tempted or do you want to remain independent until um, you're six yeah, feet under? People could Two meters with, under. But never the right person. Right, right, right. It would have to be, I, yeah. You know, for somebody to get to do it with me, you would have to love what I do and, and love the vintage and love the whole thing about it. I, there's plenty of people around with money that want to come, but usually with people with money, there's you're looking for such a return and right, so right, quickly. Right. That's, that's, such an what, immediate that's return. why I've never really sold the business. Right. I mean, Massimo really sold up because he had cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that because uh, his son told me, I think he sold sold up. Yeah, he sold they his shares in all, like, a lot of his yeah. companies, yeah. And I think he was quite difficult to work with, as I am. Yeah, and you I, don't say. And I think that... Uh, easy to talk to, though. I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm an easy guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been in business for... Nearly 50, 50 years. years. Well, yeah. I started, 50 years. I really, I started fashion college 67 and I sort of started the business in 69. So five decades of yeah, five dizzying decades. highs five, five yeah. decades and terrifying lows. You're both, if, absolutely both. Yeah. If you so have to point to a single, lows and some great times. What's a single, eyes. what's a singular highlight you could point to? Yeah. And just be like, that was kind of like, well, the I, peak. Think, I think, was it, was it the, was it that business. renting that house with seven women yeah. in Japan? Or? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was always great, <laughs> but they would, you know, they were my friends. Sure. Right. And really good friends, really kind, smashing people. So, smashing so, baby. Yeah. So actually spending quality time with people like that is amazing. That's yeah. like a highlight of the, that's all about, you know, they're all into exercise. Right. Eating properly. Just having, good honest time health and wellness and, crystals and, and, and that's, health as well all the shit you like of what i really enjoy right i used to be a fat bastard right no we're aware we've seen I, the pics i used to be um <laughs> 16 stone i'm now 12 stone so i lost um four stones four stone Damn, that's a lot of and stones I, and i started when i was 60 
Right. So you're a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. And uh, with the pants back then, they that's like why you like motorcycles. What was your waist well, size at your biggest? Oh, I'll, I'll be 36 or 38. Okay. I'm now about 32. I've lost four sizes for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, but you size up. But you size up yeah, too anyway. But so, I, but anyway, I, I still wear them fucking big, so it make no difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still wearing the same size. That's a stupid thing. Is it? Are like, you wearing the same clothes? I like wear the same foot? fucking things. Yeah. The only yeah. thing is, my fucking head shrunk like a turtle. Look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now the clothes don't fit you. Now you got to see yeah, some up Yeah, but I like, I like everything comfortable. So what would you say? Okay, so obviously all of the personal relationships are a highlight, of course. Um, we're doing it right now, right? But in terms of your business, can you point to one moment that was like, holy shit, like over you know, 50 years? Is gonna... there anything that jumps out? Well, you've got to understand that I've, I've, had, I've, had, I've had a great time, a personal great time, because I've had... F- five six decades of having my own business sure and I'm working mon- for yourself money in my pocket and doing what i want to do so so every decade there's something really great happens okay. so i've probably had six amazing times uh, not that i've had many amazing right. times but i mean just amazing, a few every amazing. 10 years what's the most recent one you could point to and be like that was a fucking highlight peak moment so many you see <laughs> uh, to me the peak of everything now is travel yeah sure uh, what i love doing getting up early in a foreign country you know training in that country often with my medicine balls which i take right. with me you must have a lot me, of uh baggage fees well i yeah. do yeah. yeah but I, I travel business class and i'm allowed uh, to take flex. 40 kilos so i take don't one. get too strong nigel you I, might you might exceed I've the four yeah, right. kilos with three medicine getting balls strong is expensive so, man so 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 so, you know, what's I started one, off with a good place? exercise. Uh, well, I mean, somewhere like, well, like Hayama in, in Japan is just paradise, you mm-hmm. know. Beautiful beach. It's a beautiful house, which I did up to two years ago. And had all my friends staying with me. Right. I mean, that yep. was a key thing is, is, you know, I've got maybe 10 good, really good friends. That's friends. your crew. Yeah, squadron crew. yeah so if you look at my instagram all the girls on my instagram <laughs> right are all, all dear friends the homies as we uh, say yeah all dear friends they're all young really energetic happy love what they're doing have their own businesses generally sure. is there a and place we have a lot in common you see is there a place you want to travel to that you haven't been to yet um well yeah i like to go start going to south america oh uh, yeah because uh, i am i've been to mexico two or three times actually so if you've been to mexico with us with, with, as a kid, and I went to Mexico in um, first Cancun, nineteen seventy one. MTV Spring Break. Uh, yeah, where'd you go? I just went to the Gallas. Okay, because I had a friend who lived in Chicago, and he lived he lived in Tucson, and uh, we went over the border. Uh, so yeah, um, I'd like to go to South America. I've been everywhere else, really. Yeah. Right. I mean, like Johnny Cash. Right. New Zealand's great. Mm-hmm. I love going to LA. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. I guess because you're on your health and wellness shit, it kind of resonates Well, I mean, I mean, Venice Beach is unbelievable. Right, right, of course. I mean, you can fucking spar with the guys on the beach. Yeah. I you love, can train there. You can train I, there I, with I, your strong I Muscle the, beach. I, I love the paddle tennis. Yeah. You, know, you go to muscle I, beach with your old-timey dumbbells. I basically, I play, <laughs> I play tennis five, five times a week. Oh, yeah? Are you good? I was playing tennis at 7 o'clock this morning. Oh, Nige, morning. I wish I knew. We, we could have hit. Yeah. And I love the paddle tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like New York? Uh yeah, look what I've spent so much good times in New York. Remember, you've got to understand that in New York, I was showing two or three times a year in New York for 10, 20 right. years. Yeah, yeah. And I went to Studio 74 in 77 as a kid. 
well, no, 54. 54. 54, sorry. It's okay. In 74. Yeah, yeah. in 74. In 54 and 74, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nine, yeah. Nin- 1978 or 77, I went. Yeah. I mean, Studio 54 was amazing. <laughs> um, and, 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 and then I spent, um, and then I used to do great business, telephone figures I did. I was doing about 2 million US by the by the late 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. I had a great guy working for me called Kenny Fabricant, who lived in Vermont. Wait, Fabric was in his last name? Yeah, Fabricant. <laughs> was yeah, he a, he he was he's a Fabric cunt? He's a Fabric yeah, cunt. Fabric cunt. <laughs> uh, but he was a great guy. Tall, handsome guy. And we used to have an amazing time. Sounds like yeah. it. So, Sounds like so a I've been to America a lot. And I loved all the all the trade shows and the whole right. bit of it. And I've got a lot of friends in America. So yeah. yeah, and I love American brands. You know, remember I've done collaborations with Vans. Right, sure. Uh um Converse, Red Wing, you know, uh, everybody. Dana. Yeah, I've sure. Every, uh, Eddie Bauer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Bauer had a wonderful history. Eddie Bauer himself, I mean, you know, he died a long time ago, but he invented the down jacket. So these sure, right, obviously. Are, that yeah, informs so much of your work. in 1936, yeah. although we say we invented it in 1924, you know. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, you've got to love America. I mean, so much great. Is, is there a low light of the business? Like maybe was there a point where you're like, I don't know if we're going to make it through or to next season? Oh, I've year? had that feeling quite a few times. Yeah. Listen, when you're in business, in the fashion business for 50 years, everybody has a low time. I've had plenty of them. Lucky enough, I've had more good times than bad sure. times. But um, no, I've had, the black. I, I've I've had some tough times in this business. Is, but I've always what's always pulled me through is because I love what I do, so I just get on with it. Right. And even when it's bad, I just have to do it. Because, you push forward, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, what else do I do? You turtle up, right? Yeah, I turtle yeah, up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you just <laughs> rough out, like the, rough that. out the hard times. I like that fucking turtle up. I Bear down that. and turtle up. Yeah, turtle up. <laughs> I mean, with so much experience, like, do you see a lot of young brands? Is there like one mistake that you see young brands making over and over, which is maybe like why they don't succeed? Or if there's somebody, if there's somebody trying to start a brand, what would you say to them? Well, I can talk to people about, you know, somebody who directly comes to ask me that question. Right. But I wouldn't be, um, you know, a real person to start criticizing some of the other young brands because most of them um, that do well, you know, they've done well because they've got something usually unique. Right. The key to be successful is you need a point of difference. You need something really unique. Yeah. You need to be able to work fucking hard and really love what you're doing. Cause that's what, what I, how I still hard work, yeah. hard work, love what you do. Love of the game. Something fairly unique. And also one of the biggest important things for me, cause I'm an older guy is I like to shake people's hands. Fucking yeah. Look them in the eye. Right. And I like to, you know, show, that I really love what I do. Your handshake is fucking killer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, yeah. it hurt it's got my a head. vice yeah. grip. Well, he's yeah. so strong now. Yeah, yeah. So, but, it, but it will be because I'm brought up. <laughs> this turtle's got some school. paws on yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I think it's important. If anyone's asked me key things, one of them I would say is to really love people and like people, yeah. and really give out the energy of your own personality. Yeah, because yeah. that's contagious, and and I've done that a lot, and that's how I survived. Because people believe in. 
believe in me. I mean, yeah. I think they're a genuine bloke. Yeah. And that's pretty, that's, that I think shines through in the amount of like collaborations you do, not yeah. just like with, you know, not just anybody that comes along, but with brands that you really fuck yeah. with and have a connection with. And I do put the effort in on the collaborations. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Damn well do. Yeah. Is there, is there one collab though that like you keep going back to in your mind is like one of your favorites? Um, it's probably like picking a favorite kid, well, but you know, well, which mean, is Sophia, by the way. Obviously we know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a hard Nigel, one, Nigel, really. it's Sophia, right? Yeah. Sophia's your favorite kid? Well, she's the, she's the youngest. And she's the youngest and she's, yeah. she's the most tuned in. Yeah. Uh, but I love my three kids and the two grandchildren. Right. But only one of them picked us up from the train station. I just yeah. want to be well, very fucking that, clear. That's, that's very typical of Sophie. <laughs> no, 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 it's typical. No, no, that's because she's the nearest and dearest to me. Because sure. She lived with me, to be fair to the other two, the... the that didn't lift with me. So if she was a collab that you have done, who would that, which one would it be? <laughs> Who's the Sophia? Let's get back on track here. Who's the Sophia? Your very nice. Yeah. Mom, mom's lovely. You are a collab, actually. Yeah. 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 You are. Every child is You're a collab. You're the best collab. But, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the thing is, uh, I've been married twice and I've got two grandchildren. Mm. And um, shout out to Nye. Shout out to Tots. But then I'm 72. So, you know, you, you, you will have that at my age. Yeah. You know? Are you dressing the grandkids? Um. Oh, my my oldest grandson, who was fourteen, is a Cabernite. Oh yeah, absolute Cabernite. If you've seen, <laughs> again, what call the fans Cabernites. Yeah, Cabernites. So <laughs> if you if you was you know, like that, yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah. yeah, he's fucking Cabernite. Yeah. That's what I say. He's, he's been Cabernite. <laughs> so he, he's a, he's a super kid. Uh, Sophie loves him to death. Uh, I've got another beautiful one who's six, but of course. He's just six. Right. The other one. He hasn't been yet, but he will be. So again, if you check my Instagram, you'll see my grandson. <laughs> he fucking loves it. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> but a good motherfucker. But yeah, no. So favorite collaboration. Yeah, or what's one your that, favorite one that, collab? One that you keep going back to. Because so I know you. Favorite collabs. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, the Mahara must take some beating because, yeah. you know, I've done seven, seven collabs. And that's your yeah. boy. That's it, your guy. And he's my friend. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not, I mean, when I say he's my boy, he's my friend, you know. Yeah. We built it on a friendship. That's your homie. Friendship first, Garmin second. He doesn't really speak English very well either. Do you speak but, Japanese? Do I fuck? <laughs> uh, um, but no, I would say, you know, I've done seven seasons with him, so yeah. three and a half years. Keep going um, back to it. I mean, there's, there is one or two collaborations I'd still like to do. I'd yeah. love to do Patagonia. Oh, of course. Wow. Yes. I would really, really enjoy doing that. And probably our Terex I'd love to do. Uh-huh. But on the other hand, Ooh, I've done maybe. I've done Peak and, and I've done um Haglov. So you, know, you say Peak Snow Peak? Or? Uh, uh, no, no, not no Snow Peak's Japanese. No, I've done Peak Performance. Oh, Peak Performance, yeah, got it, got it. Got it. So would you like I've, to do a Snow I've, Peak collab? Sorry? Do you like Snow Peak? Well, I'm friends with Snow Peak. Okay. Mm. And and Sophie, believe it's not, is best of friends with the girl who's who's working for Snow Peak, aren't you? Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, the, the two that's the, the only two that's that, that, that would be good would be those on your bucket list. Those would be because I've done everybody, really. even Fred Perry oh. was great. I did four seasons with Fred I Perry. I would love to see a Mayborn Arcteryx. That would be, yeah, I would like to do Arcteryx because Arcteryx because it's really driven yeah. by outerwear. We- and the thing is with Arcteryx, to be really honest with you. It's very cool, but I love it when it started about 1989. When I first went to, when I first went to Aspen in 1990 with Sophie when she was a kid and his mum, I discovered Arch Rx 
And I think it was only about a year old and it looked amazing. And it was such a great piece of outdoor. Yeah. Today it hasn't, it's obviously more technical, more clever, but what it lacks now is a real cool fashion element for me. It, it's the kids who wear it that make it look fashionable. We should have worn our arc to, to today because yeah. we, we have our arc with the us. Cool yeah. kids wear it that make yes, it look good. Yeah. Okay, but I, I, think, I think itself, it hasn't moved on that much. I'd love to do something with it, but they don't believe in doing too much with it, you know. Uh, you, I don't know, even though we're running our Tarex. We'll talk after. Yeah, yeah. we can talk yeah. after. Yeah. And then do you think Patagonia, do you think that's ever a reality or is that just a dream? Dream Probably scenario? a dream of Patagonia because they don't really, they don't really do collaborate. Yeah. Right, right, sure. And anyway, I'll just... You like, could do like some tinned fish with them, <laughs> Patagonia provisions. Yeah. Right? Yeah, a beer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like Patagonia as a whole lifestyle. Sure, right. totally. I love the lifestyle. The product itself is very practical. Does what it says. You chuck it on and it doesn't fit particularly well, but it looks nice. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like Filson as well. I mean, I like Filson as well. But it I doesn't mean, fit you well? But it doesn't fit well. Mm, right. That's but, why they need the God. Yeah. yeah. But I did, of course, I did two years with Filson. Mm. And I also did two seasons with Eddie Bauer. Uh, so I've worked with the American brands and they're great. Nige, the banter has been absolutely through the roof. A one. Absolutely. Really? A one. Two yeah. Yanks. You're, you're doing a great job. Thank you're you. doing amazing, sweetie. Two Yanks coming up to the North. The thing is, is that we are still quoting Austin Powers. Yeah. When it comes to like British slang. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, well, and yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Well, so the difference, the difference is that I can talk about the 60s. Right. 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 So you were like taking the piss a bit because you're too young whippers. <laughs> no, this is, see, this is our only yeah. reference because yeah. this is his first well, time in the UK. This is my first right. time up in the North. Yeah. So what we want to ask you is there some northern slang that you can teach us that we can bring back to the U.S. and teach our peers, teach yeah. our cohorts, so we can stop saying groovy baby, smashing baby? Yeah. Well, I think you've heard it all. I think I've said it all. I've yeah. Been talking. What is that? Oh yes, yeah, scaboosh. <laughs> what is scaboosh? What the hell is that? Well, scaboosh. It's a word that I I don't know how I got it. I think it got made up through about from over the last 50 years. And, and my daughter's got on a fucking elbow. Scaboosh. <laughs> scaboosh means let's get the fuck out of here. Oh. And I spend a lot of time having to get the fuck out because I'm so insulting often. So I, I always have to fucking scaboosh wherever <laughs> So, so this is, um, this is a nice so did, word. Did she points that. It's like, dad, we got a scaboosh. I can't believe that she's got the tattoo. <laughs> that was an old particular tattoo. Cause I don't fucking have one. And, um, and, and she went off and got this one, that scaboosh one, didn't yeah. you? All right, Monster. so scaboosh means let's get the fuck out yeah, of here. I love fuck that. Fuck out of it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but that's not a normal word. That's a that's, well, that's even better. Yeah. That's a, that's is, there like a, a, is there like a Newcastle You designed that slang. Yeah, is there a Newcastle-specific like, slang, though? Newcastle-specific, though, anything come to mind? Well, I'm not really a Geordie. Right. I've never lived here much longer than where I was born. I was born in Scunthorpe in Lincolnshire. So where's that? Is that it's, it's, north? it's about 120 miles, 130 miles from here. Oh shit! It's it's further down to the Midlands. Okay, and and uh, it's got a little football team, and it's it's a pretty poor place now. But you, you know, go back it, often. I used to go and watch my football team a lot. The last two or three years, I haven't been going to watch the football team. Are they in the second division? Or? They're in the, in the, yes, they're in the old second division, like okay. the fourth division. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but they have been in the first division. They have. Uh, never in the premiership. Oh, never in the premiership. Uh, but they've been in the first division, I think, three three separate times now. Uh, so, yeah. 
So I don't consider myself a Geordie, so I don't okay. talk Geordie. Well, right. why, why do you choose why, to live here? Yeah, yeah, why do you choose to kind of remain up in Newcastle and have your whole operation up here versus well, I went being to in Swing in London? college here okay we've got to stand fashion college in the 60s was amazing as i told you yeah, yeah. 200 um, to one ratio yeah Love it. exactly that would give me a good chance and uh and, and also also you had fish with dynamite you had the animals and you had some really cool groups mm-hmm. and oh, like the band and, the animals and, yeah yeah not yeah. like the not like you acting like an animal, an animal like we should offer. yeah house so of the rising sun yeah house of the rising sun which 1964 which is great so, Classic you know, tune, mate. The, the, you know, we've got some very famous people. We've got Sting, you know, Message in a Bottle from 1981. So, <laughs> Sting? Sting, yeah. yeah. From the police. But from the police. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Ten, the tantric so sex god. Yeah, yeah. came from the Northeast. But but the Northeast did have the Club of Go Go, which, uh-huh. which was amazing in the 60s. And, and to be honest, the Fashion College was pretty amazing. And of course, what I used to do every summer through the four years of Fashion College was hitchhike every summer. You know, go away for six, seven weeks, some holidays, and get out of the northeast. Mm, yeah, you know, travel so around. The northeast has always been the base for me. I look at some of family group here. You got roots here now. You you put you put roots yeah, down. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. One activity, one very British activity we've been indulging in our in our two days quite here a has bit. Been, if it's for research, R and purposes. Hitting the pub, hitting yeah. the local. Oh right, right. <laughs> pulling pulling and sinking pints. Yeah. yeah. What we haven't mastered just yet is. And we want your advice is what is the best fit to wear to the pub? Yeah. With the best me, with piece me of clothing. Mate. Yeah. Or just outfit, the best outfit. Just like, what would, well, yeah. I think you both look about right. Oh, yeah. You are. T-shirts and I pants. <laughs> I mean, you'll probably get fucking beaten up. But, you, <laughs> but you're probably going to get fucking beaten up anyway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so whatever you wear, you'll People get People die every day, B. Yeah. I mean, whatever you, whatever, whatever every day. you fucking wear, you'll get beaten up. Okay. by looking like that. So <laughs> I can't re-advise you, you know. you no, you look all right. All right okay, we'll all right. that's all right. that's the cosign that we absolutely need. Absolutely fine. You'd be well received, Nigel. We are have been successful independent business owners for approximately a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. You it's been, not long, is it? No, not at all. No. You have been a successful independent business owner for fifty years. Yes. So we want to enter the throwing fits business corner real quick. Yeah. TM yeah. and talk about the most taboo subject of all: money, dinero. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cold so taboo cash. is it? It well, is in America. Yeah. Not about over here. So yeah. I'm just We're about asking, radical salary transfer. We never get an answer, a straight answer in the US, maybe one in the UK. How much yeah. money do you make? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Makes fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't make a fortune. Yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of people think I do. Uh, I, t- to be honest, um, I'm not a great business person. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, I'm not a great business person. I love what I do, and my lifestyle's more important. Sure. So, so I spend quite a lot of money on my lifestyle. Which is what the, now the fitness yes, and the yeah. and the vintage. I, I, Here's I, the feeling good I all the time. Lot, I spend a good amount of money on fitness, and mm-hmm. you know, I've got a boxing coach and a tennis coach. So I mean, that costs me plenty. I do that, you know, because I'm doing something every day, if not twice a day. If we were to spar, would you you would beat our ass, you think? Yes. Uh, no, I wouldn't because I'm think 72. So. Okay. But if I fucking got one under your jaw, you'd know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no. I can, a I'm, kiss I'm from limited. Uncle Nige. I'm limited. <laughs> uh, but but um, um, no, I earn good money and I do a lot of collaborations and, and, and I'm very lucky that I'm completely doing Loving what I do every yeah, day, right? So, so I'm very wealthy in heart. Uh, besides, body. besides fitness, so, rich so, in soul. So, yeah. So, in soul and and happiness and 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 that's what counts. Yeah. And and that's so, invaluable. So that's 
you know, move to Medina after this. Besides fitness, what else and travel and vintage, what else do you like to spend your money on? Like, are there any personal hobbies uh, or pursuits that we don't know about? Well, it's, it's, my money is mainly spent on travel. You know, I can probably spend a hundred thousand pounds a year on travel on a good year, on a good year, not at present because of COVID. Right. But I, you know, I've been spending, if you spend travel six months of the year, you're going to spend a lot of money, but you've got to understand that I do a lot of collabs and most of the collab people uh, pay for me, my trips. Right. And, and travel accommodations come along with the bottom It's not all personally spent out of my own pocket, but I do spend an awful lot out of my own pocket. And, um, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and of course, I think nothing, as I said, even now, I'm probably still spending thirty or 40000 a year on vintage, but I've tried to cut it down back to about twenty five because of the way <laughs> things are, are Tough down. times, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and obviously, the travel's cut itself down. Right. Nothing yeah. I can do about it. Although I've managed to, to start traveling again recently. Congratulations. Yeah. We're happy to have you back. Yeah, on and road. I would love to go to, to LA. I'm just waiting for when I can get to LA. But get some my, more crystals. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but my most important thing is getting back to Japan. Sure. I can imagine. You know, that's a really, that's your livelihood, that's, baby. That's that's my second most important place. Absolutely. And that's where all most of them. Friends That's are. where the fans are too. Yeah. yeah. As well, exactly. Yeah. Nigel, not only is your experience uh deep and in and wide in business, but also <laughs> deep and wide as a as a coxman, as a Lothario. Yeah. Right. 50 <laughs> years at least. Yeah. So when it comes to meats and cheeks, what I want to know, my, my friend here's married. Yeah, my work husband God. is married. Um, me not so much. So yeah. if you had to just give a simple piece of advice to a bloke, a yank, a yank here in the UK, like how can how can a yank pull a proper bird here in the UK? Like, what's the secret there? <laughs> well, I'm a bit out of touch with that, to be honest. But uh, for me... So it's not like showing her your TikTok uh, or anything? Uh, like, <laughs> your Instagram? Follow so, me on Instagram. For me, it's being yourself. Yeah, okay. sure. For me, it's not. All right, what if, what, if that does, what if that hasn't really worked out? <laughs> what if, what if yourself is trash? Well, it works out for me because I always you know, look after myself and I dress the part. Sure. And You're the total I'm, package. And, and, and I'm straightforward with people. Mm. I'm honest. You know, yeah. just, so I, you just have to be yourself. But, and, and, you know, simple. What's but, a first date with Big Nige like? What do you like to do on a first date? Pinchy chop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's that's a legitimate Pinchy answer. Chop. No, no, no. Is I that like, why you're single? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Is it Pinchy chop for you or for her? Uh, or both? Well, for both. Mm. You know, I love Pinchy shopping, you know. I mean, you design women's clothing. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you know, you have an opinion on the matter. I mean, I, I love Pinchy shopping and, uh, and, and, and I love Pinchy shopping and I love traveling. And I love getting up early in the morning yeah. and doing the exercise in different places in, in the world. You know, obviously, if it's on a beach, I can trade on a beach. It's really good fun. For sure. And uh, and I love to see, I love doing shops, mm-hmm. printed shops and colored shops. You know, I was yeah. You must be a fun guy to travel with. I mean, that's yeah. become very just great, clear just a great over hang. the course of just this a, episode. Just yeah. a great hang like we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow my man Again, on Instagram. Again, follow Nigel Kayborn on Instagram. You're going to get the plug it at the end. Don't worry. Yeah. Nigel, <laughs> um, you're clearly doing very fucking well. You know, 50 years as a legend. When Anytime we told someone that we're going to pod with you, they're like, holy fucking yeah. shit. This is going to be, man, this this is gonna be a big one. can pants. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That being said, <laughs> yeah, right, we would like to of offer course. some 
a little bit of like outsider perspective, mm-hmm. maybe some advice that you free can take cons- or leave. Free consulting from two Yanks. But if you want to kind of like, you know, take Nigel Caborn to the next level, <laughs> you want some American consultation, we're going to offer up some constructive criticism. Okay. Take it or leave it. No, take it or leave it. Um, first up, you know, you talked about having to constantly reinvent yourself, come yes. up with new ideas. Yeah. Let's keep the critics on their toes. Yeah. Let's put out Nigel Caborn's skinny jeans. Oh my God. Well, I wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> you know. so it's a bit like dressing me up to, to pull a bird. I'm not going to pull a bird. I just stay the same as I always You're not going to dress up to pull a bird or to pull so a bag? I'm not going to be wearing any fucking stupid type. <laughs> okay. Because I tell my kids off for wearing them. Really? Oh, my grandson as well. Skinny stuff. I said, I can't believe you're not fucking going. Do they listen? You're, you're, you're grounded. Go home. Go fucking home. Have your kids and, have your kids <laughs> and grandkids. So I don't, I don't, yes, gaboosh. Have your kids and grandkids listened to you like throughout the years when it comes to like well, style I advice? My grand, I mean, it's only just my grandson. Yeah. Again. He thinks you're cool though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did he like burn all his skinny jeans? But uh, he, he comes in skinny jeans, but he, he generally tries. He generally wears cool stuff. Yeah. We got to make right, sure good. he stays yeah. caburnized. You know, yeah. it's one of those things. Um, yeah. Okay, Nige, here is my thing, right? Um, clearly, you're a man who loves to collaborate, and of course, you want to collaborate with, well, the, I like people. with the right people. people. And I know after spending an hour and a half with us, you like the goddamn motherfucking boys. Collaborate yes, with throwing fits on a piece of merch. Yeah. You want to tap into the American market? <laughs> you're looking at the face of it right here. The faces of it. Just again, the offer is out there. Have your people hit up our people. Maybe can we can make something spinning. happen. Yeah. You're yeah. spinning trying Just to saying. think of a, we a, sell a, a lot polite of- a polite non-response. We sell a lot of mesh <laughs> shorts. That's our main thing that we do. Really? Maybe we do a big old pleated mesh short. Yeah. Big old bathy yeah. pair. With a monkey pocket. Yeah, yeah, with a monkey pocket in the oh back. Oh my God. I don't know. We're just spitballing now. But again, I yeah, want no to No bad ideas know, in a brainstorm. We are open for motherfucking business. You just let us know if you want to make some money. We can't fly you out to New York. Yeah, yeah, You're going to yeah. have to fund well, that yourself. But, uh, oh, well, yeah. I did. I, well, <laughs> to be honest with Vans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I've not earned a cent on Vans at present. It's all it's all on Royal. Hey, Vans, if you're listening, yeah. we're also available yeah. for collaboration no, 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 as well. I mean, I mean, thinking with Vans is amazing, but I've I've funded the whole thing from Vans, right? As far as doing up to this, the point. whole thing up to this. Point. Sure, sure, sure. And now, obviously, I, I've got a royalty to look forward to. Well, let's but not change the subject so, here, so, Nigel so, Kborn so, TF. Yeah. So, me coming to America to do something with you guys. Of course, I'll be on, on the plane tomorrow. Ooh, wee. What are we doing? Are we doing outerwear? Yeah. Oh, are we doing mesh shorts with a big old pocket? Do. I mean, we... D- uh, dungaree mesh shorts? <laughs> no, we'll be doing anything stupid. But, I mean, what do you wear <laughs> when you work out? Do you wear, like, old... I wear you... all the cable stuff. I wear the army gym stuff. I started the army You work gym. out with old-timey equipment, and what, you're, what, you dress like so an old-timey guy, too. Yeah, you're like exactly. the one-piece strongman? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the singlet? Fuck off. There will be blood bathing suit. Like old, old gear, right? Okay. So I'm wearing um, musty, like like thick cotton. Uh, yeah, I'm not that practical. I'll, I'll go first, you know. Yeah, so, ain't no moisture wicking in yeah, this bitch. So yeah. I'll wear a pair of American Nam shorts, <laughs> nylon shorts, nylon because they're light. Or, yeah, or I'll even train in my fucking army shorts. Yeah, yeah nobody is more authentic than you. You yeah, fucking, you, I like you, you are. Authentic. Do you play you tennis with it. the with like the John McEnroe oh, no, small head racket? I don't play with the wooden racket. <laughs> okay. no, no, I'm not doing that on the tennis. The tennis is different. Right, tennis, right. you're up same on the, the technology. Uh, yeah, same with the ping pong. You know, I use a, a really good, a, a really good bat. Are you nasty? Are you nasty on the table? Fucking very nasty. Oh, <laughs> nasty, 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 nasty on the sticks. Yeah. Um, Nigel, you are one of the most authentic yeah. motherfuckers we have ever met. Thank we you. appreciate you hosting us, 
and taking the time out of your very busy day of spending thousands of dollars on books and yeah, just for us to have a chat. <laughs> uh, the floor is yours. What would you like to promote? Maybe the van stuff. What is your maybe your Instagram, Instagram handle? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I've and say this direct, say it quite a lot. What's, really? what's, what's I the mean, what would I like to promote? Yeah. Well, I don't know really. I'd like myself. Oh, that's, um, <laughs> that sounds like a lie. <laughs> I mean, what, what would I like to promote? Then, so myself? this is this episode Actually, is coming out I'll October. Tell you what would be nice to have a really good American uh, partner. Oh, who really loved Cable and wanted to do. Okay, do well, we're big as in a, the industry. As a, as so. a collaborator, as like a, a distributor, well, you know, what are you I talking think, about? I think Investor, a, a really good American person behind. I think would be great. Barack Obama. I, 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 really, I, I really like. I really like the Americans from that point of view. The Yanks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they also appreciate vintage, and they know how to do things. Sure. In a good way. You know. All right, so if uh, and you know we'll 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 waive our finders fee. Yeah. If yeah. they find you, if they find Nigel Kavarn <laughs> through throwing fits, then you know that they're I, actually I not that into it. Because I quite like <laughs> I, I like working with America. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I do the collaborations in America. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I love doing the Converse as well. You right, know, right, Converse right. was 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 brilliant. Red Wing was brilliant. I mean, it was great doing Eddie Bauer as well. You know, because it had the best vintage in the world. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I did Eddie Bauer really for the vintage. You know? <laughs> just for access to the yeah, for access yeah, to yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. treats and, and Filson have great. Like, yo, let me get a key. Well. Yeah, All right. Well, uh, the Nigel. Instagram is Nigel underscore Kborn. Is it? Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah. Um, do look, you do the IG? Like that's all you? Clearly, bro. Have you seen I this do shit? Though, fucking lot. I mean, I'm just saying though, like because he loves it. Bro. Do you have like other people Man, like, loves post the photos well, for you? The, the girl I travel with, Emily. Yes. She, she Em's doing the photographs of me generally. Right, right. right. She, she takes her fit pics. <laughs> uh, she mainly takes the pictures of me, or I, I ask people in the street. So there's probably 25% of those pictures are taken by people. Amateur photographers, unpaid interns. And, and, yeah. and, and 75% taken by her. Wow. wow. Incredible. Yeah. Love yeah. to see it. There's no professional Again, pictures. On working that, really. working no. smarter, not harder. You exactly. love to see well, it. Well, it's not so much being smart, but if you're traveling six <laughs> months a year, who the fuck am I going to do? It? Exactly. I can't have a f- fucking photographer. You're not a rapper. You don't have a videographer yeah. following yeah, you around so the whole time. You I'm wear not the same sneakers as a rapper. And, 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 and <laughs> That's where the comparison ends. Uh, blog in a way yeah and you just it's all on the hoof well you're oh, you're it's all on the you're hoof. you're a great fucking follow everyone should should tap the fuck in um Nigel. and, and there's they're nothing else we're just gonna leave it at that what about when does vans drop when is that uh, vans dropping next week it's okay. my birthday next week okay right. so and, it'll be a few weeks uh, ago drops, when you listen to this birthday, yeah october the 7th we're trying to sell um, all that shit out and if they're still yeah. available when this episode comes out cop the fuck up the apparel is absolutely amazing we just got the full rundown it's smashing baby it's smashing baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> Nigel, thank you for coming on to the only really podcast that matters. You thank you so guys, much, Nigel. We appreciate your time. Jeff, thank you guys. Slap that motherfucking out. I'm going to fucking scaboosh. <laughs> exactly. So time yeah. to scaboosh. See ya. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. God.